0: This GCN program brought to you by Frederick Remington. Fully Cooked Bacon, the thickest, meatiest, center-cut bacon in the industry. Available at FullyCookedBacon.com. That's Uh, FullyCookedBacon.com.
1: Mr. Gorbachev.
2: Tear down this wall. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I'm not a crook.
0: If you like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep your health care plan. 10,
3: 9, 8, 7,
4: 6, 5.
5: listening to Jim Paris Live, your source for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris.
6: Hello, everybody. Welcome to hour number two of the broadcast. And this may be one of the most important shows we do this year because so many people have questions about what's happening with health care. And obviously, the president has a plan. It's passed the House of Representatives, but it has not become law yet. And so we're stuck in the middle. We, we've we got Obamacare being phased out potentially and this new plan to become law. We're not sure when, but then we're kind of trapped between these two things. And, it, it, you know, most people, most of us can't wait two or three years mm-hmm to figure out what we're going to do so we've kinda of gotta have a plan now and then have some contingency plans for whichever way that this shakes out and there's so many questions that people have we decided to bring back the number one expert on all of this including some ways to save money some on traditional ways of approaching healthcare expenses medical insurance Dr. Elena George is with us, and to tell you a little bit about her, if you haven't heard her with us before, she is an M.D., a medical doctor. Uh, She does have an ear, nose, and throat medical practice in the Atlanta area. But more than that, she's really an an advocate for all of us to help us save money, find alternative ways of doing things like going into the uh, medical sharing programs Mm -hmm. as an alternative traditional insurance. uh, So a lot of great information. And she has a book. We'll be telling you about that a little bit later in the broadcast. And uh, Dr. Elena George, so good to have you with us at this critical time.
3: Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you.
6: Well, let me start by asking you the first question that a lot of people have, which is right now, today, what does all this mean? You know, we have it, this law this proposed law, which is just a bill, has passed just the House of Representatives. But what has changed? Did I guess Trump decided no more penalty for those who don't have insurance. What is actually the status today of all this?
3: Well, um, actually, he signed an executive order, um, you know, getting rid of the mandate for people who don't have insurance. So that was already done. As far as the American Health Care Act goes, when you read it closely, it's not all that it says it's supposed to be. And personally, I was very disappointed as a physician and as an advocate for patient care. It doesn't do anything except double down on the most expensive aspects of our health care system. It doesn't repeal Obamacare, and it doesn't replace it. And if you think about it logically, it has the potential to be an even faster track towards single-payer.
6: Wow, that's disappointing to hear. And mm-hmm. wh- why do you think that this happened? Because the president seems like a free market guy. He says we'll get rid of the you know boundaries on state lines, mm-hmm. so we'll we'll have all this competition, and we're going to do all these things. Uh, what what did they miss in, in the in the ideas behind all of that? Well,
3: unfortunately, they didn't take up any of the president's ideas. Um, his platform was very specific. It was about expanding the health savings account so that they can be used as, as intergenerational wealth so you can put as much money in them as you want to and you can pass them along to your loved ones if you pass away, which was perfectly reasonable. He talked about insurance across state lines. He talked about a lot of free market principles that don't exist in this bill and he didn't write it. This is from the Republicans and I think that people need to take a step back from the the left and right paradigm, because I don't see them as different. I see them as the same. It's just a matter of how they want to implement the same agenda. And ultimately, you have to look at them, follow the money, and see who stands to gain. And when you see tenants in this thing about the insurance companies getting a 30% surcharge for people who have not had insurance for over 63 days, irregardless of whether they have a pre existing condition, you should start to get suspicious (laughs) that this is a bailout, for an insurance company when we start talking about subsidies for coverage for people who can't afford the premiums and for people who have you know significant illnesses catastrophic illnesses where the government and the taxpayers are on the hook to pay it it's another bailout it doesn't do anything to lower the cost of healthcare and that's been a doctor's complaint throughout the entire you know you know system of trying to change the healthcare um delivery system it shouldn't be a third-party payer-driven system. It should be a patient-driven system. And it's not.
6: And um, let, me, let me ask you about the whole pre-existing conditions thing. I had heard Rush Limbaugh, who said something on his show a few weeks ago, and it's it sounded like, wow, he really nailed it. But mm-hmm. it sounds heartless to say what he said and what I'm going to say right now. What mm-hmm. he said was that, People with pre-existing conditions, you can't call that insurance because you don't buy insurance on your house after it burns down and then get a new house. So if you already have a significant medical issue, you should not be put on a track to have insurance, but to be taken care of through like a welfare type program where based on means testing that a person is looked at as okay you have this pre-existing condition so you couldn't get insurance which is based on uh you know large numbers and people that don't have problems coming in generally is is how insurance is sold and so we take care of you as a society but we do it the same way we take care of people for example on medicaid um what do you think is really the answer with the folks with pre-existing conditions? Because it's hard to argue against what someone like a Rush Limbaugh says. When you you think of the analogy of buying the the homeowner's insurance after your house burns down.
3: Well, I think we need to use, um, you know, a real language to explain what pre-existing means. People seem to conflate pre-existing with a catastrophic illness such as cancer, or you know some neurological disorder, pre-existing just means you have diabetes, high blood pressure, whatever it is, and it's usually well-managed. That's what pre-existing really means. But people who are running this, who want people to turn their brains off and live in fear, have conflated the two. You know, the government actually had a pot for people who had catastrophic illnesses, and only 100,000 people or so took advantage of that. That's not a lot of people in the country. Only 5% of the people in the is country Is that what Medicaid
6: is, is, Dr. George, is that what Medicaid is for the person that no. has? Okay, then what is no, that program that, that you're well, talking it, about?
3: It was actually a catastrophic, it was money set aside for catastrophic illness, period. The government funded it. It was set aside for people to, to take care of those people. Hmm. And the bottom line is, there's not that many people in the country who meet that criteria. 5% of the country has a catastrophic illness, where they're never going to be able to work, they're disabled, etc. That's not the majority. But the way it's, it's uh, put out there is as if everybody's got it, if they're pre-existing. It's not true. So I do agree with what he said. He probably could have said it in a better way. But if you have a catastrophic illness, you should be, should be put on Medicare. And that's totally reasonable. It would be cheaper to put those folks on Medicare than to use that or spread that risk throughout the commercial market. Because what they're doing, what the insurance companies are doing, is jacking up the price for everybody based on what could happen, irregardless of the fact that the government pays them in Mm. subsidies for people who can't afford the premium and people who can't afford to cover insurance because they don't have enough money. So they're not really running poor, but they claim that they are. And I really have a problem with that. I'm just kind of tired of the insurance companies lording their power over all of them. Yeah,
6: I'm with you. Somebody's making a lot of money, and I know it's not me. uh, And I know it's not not the doctors either. either. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll take a break. So much more to talk about uh, kids staying on their parents' plans until the age of 26. What about that? And now what about medical sharing? How will this be affected? We'll be right back.
0: today.
7: Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly, pure soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk, get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply, or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now. Earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. Happiness is 5 Why not put your money up the drain for a change? See them at 5 or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Cal Bend Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5 That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com. Or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog.
5: You've heard the phrase you are what you eat, not true. Actually, you are what you can absorb. So if the vitamins and supplements you now take are not being absorbed, what good are they? Introducing Protovite, proprietary liquid system that allows premium quality nutrients to positively affect the blood in an astonishing 5 minutes. Watch our amazing 2-minute live blood cell video at truehealthfacts.com. That's truehealthfacts.com. Then call 502-410-3411. Protovite is nutrition you can feel. Protovite is nutrition that gets in. Listening to Jim Paris Live.
6: All right, just a heads up. We will start taking phone calls and questions by email in our next segment, not this segment, but the next segment. And here's the phone number to join us if you're listening live on a Sunday night 877 317 6432. 877 317 6432. Or email jim at christianmoney.com. Put your city in the subject line. Jim at ChristianMoney.com. We will start taking questions in the next segment. Um, so I want to give you the website here, too. So if you want to get all of this information, write this website down. It's so important. And Let me spell it. D-R and then Elena, E-L-A-I-N-A, com. And if you Google it, even if you misspell it, you'll find her uh, Dr. Elena George Her book is Big Medicine, and I love this book, especially in the back. There's some tremendous resources for you. Uh, phone numbers, websites to go to, all kinds of different strategies, ways to save money. And uh, Dr. George, let's go back to one of the big issues here. Well, let me ask you this first before we talk about the 26 year old on their parents uh, policy. Do you think that? health insurance should look at a person's existing health status just like life insurance does, and the person who maybe has an issue, whether they're not taking good care of themselves, overweight, or maybe they inherited something genetically, whatever the reason is, should an insurance company be allowed to charge you more if they're taking on more risk, or should everybody pay the same amount regardless if you're in the same age group?
3: Um, I'm a free market person, so I would have to say that it should change based on the person's, you know, pre-existing medical condition. That's actually fair. If you do what they've been doing, community rating, where they charge everybody the same price, and we've seen what happened under Obamacare where the young people dropped out, then you were left with older, sicker folks within the, the, the pool. The prices have gone up exponentially because of that. And there's nothing that's going to change that in the new American Health Care Act. When you keep allow someone to keep their child on to their age 26, you by definition, again, are removing the healthy young people who could potentially buy plans which would drop the price. It's all of this centralized approach to the health care system that's making it so expensive. So they have 10 things that you're supposed to cover as an insurance um, provider. And as a customer, you have to buy all of those cafeteria items whether you need them or not if you don't have a child why do you need to have child dental care if you're a man why do you need to have gyn care these are the things that are just centrally controlled and it's like the everybody in, in government or the legislative branch thinks they know what's best for everybody and it's a it's a sign of control they don't care about your health needs they really don't they care about controlling that the dollar. So what we're seeing under the Affordable Care Act was the mandate where everybody was forced to buy a product they didn't want. The only thing that changes now is that the taxpayer is going to be on the hook via these subsidies. There's a little poison pill in this. For example, Medicaid, in 2020, the government is supposed to want to block grant it to the states, which is great. But in 2020, they want to drop what the government gives to the states, the government portion. How do you think the states are going to make up that difference? It's going to be taxes to the state
6: and the states the state are already citizens. are the states exactly. are already running out of money. Do you think that that part of the problem with this was that instead of saying we're going to start with a blank slate and we're just going to put together the best plan that we could instead mm-hmm. of doing that they picked out these sort of favorite features of obamacare mm-hmm. and said in advance, oh no, we're we're gonna keep everything the same for the twenty six year old. We're gonna keep everything the same for the folks with pre existing conditions. We're gonna so so they they try to keep all of the you know main elements with Obamacare, but then make it different from Obamacare. It's kind of hard to do that. I mean, it, because you you're locking yourself into a lot of these things that are going to make it on viable without a mandate, because like you said, you know what it really looks like. And again, this sounds heartless, but if you're a person that's in pretty good health, you exercise, you eat right, you take care of yourself, but then you see someone else who's not taking care of themselves and you're basically paying the same that they're paying. In essence, you're paying more and they're saving and you're paying more. So, so it's a wealth transfer to some degree for those that are in better health uh, to those that are that are not. And that's why, like in my case, even being on my wife's health insurance through her employer, she's a school teacher, She was telling me that they were going to be taking like seven hundred dollars out of her paycheck each month for me to be on her insurance plan. Mm-hmm. That was more than triple what it used to be like five, six years ago. And so I went over to the medical sharing because I was not going to have my wife lose seven hundred dollars a month out of her paycheck have me on her plan but no doubt that spike from the 200 and something up to the 700 that difference I hate to say it four hundred fifty dollars that's me donating to somebody else who is in bad health uh, or can't afford insurance I'm subsidizing someone else that's a transfer from me to someone else who's who has less money is that fair
3: it's actually bigger than that. It's a transfer from you to the government in terms of taxes. It was transferred to you, from you to the insurance companies to run their administration and their CEO salaries. It's not even about the person that's sick, because I can tell you, as a physician, they're getting denied right along with, it's not medically necessary. It's uh, not covered. So you're not really giving it to the person who needs help, all right? And let's, let's talk about this from a doctor perspective. This is not Insurance doesn't care about you. Their job is to make money. And when you pay a premium and they don't pay out, that's how they make their money. What the government has done is listen to their fake sob story about how poor they are, and they've literally decreased their risk. They have no risk now. If someone comes in they can't afford it, the government will pay for their premium. If someone with a catastrophic illness comes in, the government will subsidize what the insurance company has to pay. That's a problem. And, you know, I'm... Gone through, I'm sure you have too, all of the machinations of as soon as we get in, we're going to fix it. I'm sure we're tired of hearing that. I think at this point, I'm to the level now that I don't believe anything that comes out of Congress except the fact that they want to get in in the next round. And this is just a football they keep passing around, and it's a shell game now. So the accountable, I'm sorry, the American Health Care Act switches who pays the most now. Under the Affordable Care Act, it was the millennials. Now it's people over 50. They can now charge a differential of 5 to 1 premium rate for people over 50 compared to those under.
6: And you know what, what, what uh, blows my mind, and I know we've talked about this before, but here's a story from uh, healthcaredive.com. And, and they're they're making reference to the, the salaries from these nonprofit hospital executives oh
3: yeah non yeah.
6: so the ceo of ascension which is a hospital operator based in missouri it says here this guy's name is anthony ters tersigny anthony tersigny he's the ceo of ascension he got paid 17.6 million i guess in the in in the in this report 17.6 <laughs> <laughs> million and it's non-profit that 17 right. million dollars is profit, people. I mean, that somebody's making money here. And it's not me it's and it's not, it's not, not Dr. Taxes. George. All right, it's we're going to take it a it break when taxes. we we come back, questions by email and by phone 877-317-6432. We'll be back. Looking for that
4: edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death.
0: Think about this. Your community's aging water infrastructure systems are very likely to be contaminated with heavy metals like lead, disinfection chemicals like ammonia, chlorine, and chloramines, and pharmaceuticals like statins, pain meds, and antidepressants. And no, water treatment plants are not equipped to filter these pharmaceutical toxins out. Protect your family's water supply with a trusted Big Berkey water filter. New NSF EPA certified lab tests show Big Berkey water filters remove chloramines, pharmaceuticals, BPA, pesticides, bacteria, and viruses, all forms of fluoride, and much more. Big Berkey water filters are the original and most trusted on the market. The gold standard in water purification. And our filters last for years at less than two cents per gallon. Big Berkey, the one powerful enough to purify stagnant pond water. Get your Big Berkey today. Call 1-877-99-BERKEY or click BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. Big Berkey water filters for the love of
2: clean water. Extendivite is more than just a heart tonic. Do you have any of these symptoms? Night cramps in the hands and feet. Your arms and legs often go to sleep. On short walks, do your legs get aches and pains? Is your memory worse than it used to be? Ankles that swell late in the day? Has your blood pressure increased lately? If you answered yes to even one of these questions, you may have early warning signs of arterial blockages. Your body is saying that it is time to take Extendivite. These are not the normal signs of aging. They are the warning signs that accompany blocked arteries. Get your Extendivite today. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two month supply. To get started, call 1 877 928 8822. That's 1 877 928 8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend
6: your life with Extendover
2: Hey,
4: diabetics. Yeah, you. Got a spare hour to waste going to the pharmacy to get your insulin or other meds and supplies every month? I didn't think so. Me either. I've got life going on. Which is why I use PillPack. PillPack is an amazing online pharmacy. They package up all my diabetic meds and testing supplies into daily doses and send it to me every month. Automatically. All I do is pay my normal copay. PillPack does the rest. I'm serious. This is a free service. They don't even charge for shipping. PillPack handles all the medical insurance stuff and even get with my my doctors for my other prescriptions so I don't have to, which is good because that's the stuff I forget. But Pill Pack remembers everything. They even package up my daily vitamins so I remember to take them too. If you're diabetic, your meds and supplies are life and death, which means you need PillPack. Call right now for this free service. You may even qualify for $25 in free vitamins. 800-560-7310. That's 800-560-7310. Again, 800-560-7310.
5: are listening to Jim Paris Live.
6: All right, we are back this hour, such an important hour. We're talking about what's happening with the health care legislation that has passed the House of Representatives. It's now going to pass the Senate, then go through conference, and then be signed by the president. Who knows what this is all going to look like. At this point, it doesn't look very good, uh, at least from what our trusted expert, Dr. Elena George, is telling us. This looks like much of the same sort of repackaged. If you want to find out more, she has a tremendous blog post all about this over at her blog. You can find that by going to her website, dot That's D-R and then E-L-A-I-N-A-George.com. D-R And you can find a link to her book which is called Big Medicine, and her blog is there as well. And we do have a question coming in here. We'll do the question first, and then I've got to, to ask you about how all this might affect uh, medical sharing. So this is from mm. Everett, Everett, Washington. Wow, never had a question from there before. They want to know, in this new plan, can a person just buy a, comp, a, uh, a catastrophic uh, plan? Can they buy a catastrophic plan and then just be done with it? And so many people... That's what I really. That's what I did with the medical sharing. I have like a $7,500 mm-hmm. $7, um, deduct. It's not called a deductible, but it's the same idea. A lot of people are basically saying, look, the first, say, $10,000, I'll just deal with that. I'll pay it out of pocket, out of savings, put it on a credit card, negotiate it, whatever. I'm worried about the big bill that's, say, $100,000. So with mm-hmm. this new plan for this Everett Washington um, listener, will this new plan have a catastrophic type of an option for people like
3: that? That's a great question, and I'm not sure that it will because it still keeps the essential benefits as part of what insurance company has to offer. So it's the essential benefits, The, uh, like for example, uh, my gosh, uh, contra- well, contraceptives, um, pediatric dental, all the things that they've claimed that you have to have as part of your insurance offerings, that precludes catastrophic plans, doesn't it? because you shouldn't need all that, just what you want to have in the plan. Right, right. So that's... I'd have to say no.
6: Yeah, and that's the problem, because a lot of people, like in my case, uh, I can just pay cash when I go to see my doctor, and mm-hmm. they give me a tremendous price. And, of course, in your book, you have a lot of resources uh, where you can actually just pay cash to go see a doctor, uh, you know, for for just day-to-day kinds of things. Um, so this question's coming in from Dallas, a question I was going to ask myself, but they want to know... Is anything in this law going to take away the medical sharing option? Like, for example, is it my understanding, Dr. George, that the Obamacare law had to have a special provision in it to allow for the medical sharing programs to exist, especially to allow those people to be exempt without a penalty? Now, I know the penalty's gone away, but is there any chance that this new law could take away the option of medical sharing?
3: No, one. It's not insurance, so it's it doesn't it's irrelevant. The only thing that the Obamacare law did is allow it to be named as a choice to make to give you the exemption, right? So it didn't it didn't make it exist. These things have existed for 15, 16 years prior to this whole insurance debacle. So it doesn't affect them at all. And the fact that the president already wrote um, an executive order that you didn't have to carry insurance to be in order to be, you know, you wouldn't be fine. It's it's irrelevant. The only thing this new law affects are people who are outside of the insurance market and they want to get back in, but they haven't been covered for over 63 days. Then they'll have to pay a 30% surcharge in order to get insurance. So for a, a Christian sharing ministry, medical cost sharing, it doesn't affect it, which is awesome. I actually belong to a Christian sharing ministry myself because I understand the power of controlling the purse and having my choice as a patient. And I love to see these patients in my office because we don't have to worry about pre-certification and, and insurance companies practicing medicine. It comes down to the doctor-patient relationship, which is the most important part of delivery of health care, which has been stepped all over by the Affordable Care Act and whatever else that come down the pipe. It's not, it's the middleman that's deciding the cost while they take money from both the doctor and the patient. And I like to look at it in terms of the doctor and the patient being monetized. We both are in a position where they can get as much as they want from both of us, and we're supposed to say thank you, may I have another? I mean, I've been in practice solo since 81, and every year we've had a decrease in our reimbursements. And it's gotten really tough to be an independent doctor in this country, and we've gone from 60% of practicing doctors to 30%. That's the pressure, that's been brought to bear to my colleagues and myself and 400 doctors a year are committing suicide since the affordable care act passed so wow. i give you a sense of what i have never heard that before that's
6: country. that's uh, yeah. that's shocking now now the one that you like is liberty healthshare so this mm-hmm. this same emailer they're asking is there a place that a person can go this is such a good question where you can see a side by side comparison to know what the differences are between, because I know there's several of these. Now, Liberty HealthShare, they actually are an advertiser here on the Genesis Communications Network. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, that that's a good option for people. It's it's not the one that I personally got involved with uh, four or five years ago. I got involved with the Christian Care Ministry out of Florida. But there's a few of these out there, right? And, and how do you, there are. how does a person... Like take a look at these and figure out which one is best for them.
3: I think you know. I'm not sure there's an actual website anymore. I'll have to look that up myself. But if you actually go to Liberty Health Share, or say Liberty On Call dot com, dot com, Samaritan, the one you just mentioned, you might have to go to each one to actually look at their what they offer their members. Liberty Health share is something close to me because I joined it and my put my office staff on it as well. So this, these, all of these companies are reputable. They have been around for over ten years, and they practice. They don't practice medicine. All they're about is supporting their members, and that's the difference. It's a different mindset. The members who join Liberty Health share, as I'm sure with your sharing ministry, are people who want to take control of their own health who take personal responsibility for their health oh yeah
6: and they, and they, I, they make I, you uh yeah. like weigh in every year and all that now is there it like in the case of Liberty Health share mm-hmm. um, is there is it one thing or is there two things because I sometimes hear them talk about Liberty on call so is there like a two parts no. to it or is it all the same thing
3: it's the same thing it's just the website
6: okay um, that's that's just the name of the website and correct. it seems like you have told me in the past that it sounds like a big difference between Liberty Health Share and let's say Christian Care Ministry is that you don't, I wouldn't have like the $7500 to no. deal with first because your program that you recommend doesn't have that the maximum no, is like what
3: 500 500 per individual per year so a family of 4 has a $1500 i think it stops at it maxes out at fifteen hundred, and if you have more than that, um, then it's still fifteen hundred dollars per year for the family.
6: And um, see, that's why that, I'm I'm really thinking. I know I've said it before, but I'm really thinking I'm moving to this other one because this seems like a better option for me. And um, so, do these do these medical sharing companies? Do they handle this risk by having like an umbrella policy? That yes. if they do. So I don't have to be concerned that they have enough money in the bank because, God forbid, somebody had a multi-million dollar claim, there's an insurance company kind of standing in the wings to pay for the big things. Is that right?
3: No, you don't. As a matter of fact, Liberty Health Share, I think, shares over a million dollars on average per month for their members. And it's not... First of all, it has an indemnity. This is not a new company, so... Because they're not spending money, I'm sure like all the other Christian ministries on CEO salaries and palaces where, you know, you have physical plants or to take up a lot of money advertising, they can actually use that for their members. So it goes into a into a, a pool that is pretty substantial. But
6: there's and also honestly, a back most, there's also a backstop of a of a umbrella insurance that would kick in. Correct. So so, you're, you're so even above like a million uh, we'll, I'll I'll get your I'll get your answer to that after the break. Okay. We've got one last segment and a few other questions here that are very curious to me and we'll take your questions as well. 877-317-6432 or by email. We'll be right back. Love or loathe
0: him, Donald J. Trump is our 45th president. There is no denying now that Trump will go down in history, both despised and admired. Commemorate Trump's presidency with your very own Trump Silver Bust from TrumpSilverStatue.com. This museum-quality heirloom Trump Silver Statue bust is hand-cast from 20 troy ounces of silver, a great investment. From TrumpSilverStatue.com. Loathed or loved, own a valuable piece of Trump's legacy. Get your solid silver Trump
8: bust today at TrumpSilverStatue.com be prepared for the next disaster with the shelter pod the shelter pod is a large all-season heavy duty quick deploy shelter the shelter pod system can be set up in 30 seconds and includes an emergency medical kit water filter survival tools and more are you prepared to take care of your family do you have everything in one place ready to go get it now or enter to win a complete shelter pod system at shelterpod.com the shelterpod at shelterpod.com shelter when you need it most.
5: you're listening to jim paris live
6: all right we are back and we only have one segment left this is your last chance to ask a question 877-317-6432 877-317-6432. 877-317-6432. Or email is fine, too. We'd love it if you'd call in, but uh, the email questions keep coming in. Jim at christianmoney.com. Remember to put the city that you're listening in in the subject line. And Dr. George, my apologies. Um, what was it that I asked you? I, I forget now, but I cut you off with the break. You were you were it's wanting okay. to finish that.
3: Go ahead. Well, it, it's quite all right. I just want to make a different statement that I think people really need to understand. There is a two tier healthcare system in our country, which people don't realize. If you pay cash for something, it's a completely different cost than it is to use your insurance card. I'm an ear, nose, and throat doctor. If I do a surgery and I take a patient, self pay patient, to a freestanding surgery center, not connected to a hospital, it's $2,500. If I take that same patient to the hospital with an insurance card, it's over $9,000 for the same procedure. What say that again. What are the yeah, what I are
6: know. the say those figures again?
3: Twenty five hundred dollars for a self pay done in a freestanding facility, unconnected to a hospital, privately owned, versus nine thousand dollars for a hospital based procedure. Wow, that's a huge difference, and that's what the I thought I heard
6: you wrong, and now no. you repeat it, and those are the same. Now that's like almost four times.
3: Exactly, and that goes along with everything: a lab, a radiology um, a test. Everything a hospital does, everything a doctor that's owned by a hospital does, is 5, 10, 15, 20 times more than it is if you use cash out of your pocket. And that's the system that I'm really just, you know, they need to fix the system. It doesn't matter who has insurance if you're paying 10 times more uh, artificially for a product that's not worth that. I mean, the hospital is allowed to charge facility fees, Nobody knows what they are until you've had the procedure. Then they sock you with a facility fee. Well, if anybody else ridiculous. did that,
6: if you had any other product in the marketplace where there was that big business. of a price difference, you would probably have people going to jail for gouging. Exactly. And That's and this is point. just business as usual. Um, yeah, we had a we had a case of something like this where over near Orlando, the airport there, a lot of the gas stations around the airport were charging a higher price for gas because mm-hmm. they knew that people had to buy gas for their rental cars before they returned them, and then the state stepped in and said, "Hey, this is a scam. You're taking advantage." of people returning their rental cars they passed some law that you know made them you know charge the same price as what you know the larger area of the city is and, and i mean something like that you know it, it looks like just so many problems with this but okay this is another great question coming in from another listener in chicago they want to know they said that they've tried to go with medical sharing and that mm-hmm. they have a substantial issue of a heart problem heart surgery and that medical sharing does not work for people that have a pre-existing condition, and then they're saying here, what's going to happen when all of the insurance companies on the exchanges go away? What does somebody like them do?
3: They need to be on Medicare or Medicaid, and that's that would be the, the viable option for those people. I'm not, uh, you know, here to say that Obamacare needs to go away. It's not going anywhere. I'm you know, astute enough to know that, that ship that ship is sailed. That has integrated itself throughout our healthcare system and in my opinion it's ruined it because it's taken the power from the patient and given it to an insurance company or the government. And there's nothing that's designed for everybody. Medical cost sharing does work for some people with pre existing conditions. You know, if you have if you have high blood pressure, diabetes, it's well controlled, even if you have morbid obesity and you can be, you know, Given nutritional guidance so you can lose the weight, we have a provisional section to Liberty Health Share. I can't speak to other um, cost-sharing ministries, but no, there's no one size that fits anybody. That's the problem with the Affordable Care Act. They're trying to make everything the same for everybody, whether or not they need it. It's not efficient, and it doesn't work for anybody. We have people who are having who have insurance cards in this at this point who can't afford to use them because their out-of-pocket you know, costs are so high. Does that serve you just to carry a piece of plastic in your pocket? Or does it really help to be able to afford to go somewhere where you know the prices are? My, yeah,
6: my this, that's lot, the untold story right there, because so many yeah. people that have quote-unquote insurance, their deductible is so high in their copays that it's just as bad as if they didn't have insurance at all.
3: And I want to say the subsidies don't help either, because the way they're designed... If you do get a job the next year and you price out of needing a subsidy, you have to pay back what you got in subsidy the previous year. So good luck getting a tax return. It forces people not to improve their economic condition because they're going to have to pay for it. It's a ridiculous system. You know, I think the Affordable Care Act is here to stay in some form or another. And if they really wanted to change things, they could leave the Affordable Care Act in place and in my blog, I gave four things that I would do that would change the paradigm and make it better for everybody. The first is price transparency, like I discussed before. If you knew that it cost $2,500 for a tonsillectomy and that same hospital in your town was $9,000, which one would you pick? If you knew that the radiology center was going to give you a $250, 000, I'm sorry, $250 CT scan of your sinuses versus 2500 in the hospital, which one would you pick? It allows the patients to become consumers. If you don't know what the price is, you cannot be an informed consumer, and they take advantage of you. Number two, I would make the health savings accounts belong to the patient. Right now, you can have a health savings account, and you can only use it for an uh, insurance-mediated product. So if the insurance company says, we're not going to approve it, you cannot use your own money to have the procedure. That's ridiculous. You should be able to put as much money as you want in it, And you should be able to use it for whatever you deem is medically necessary. Now, it has to be medical, okay? It can't be something ridiculous, but...
6: But you could go to to that, like you talked about last time you were here, that cash surgical center in Oklahoma. Or you could use money in that, like to pay for your health sharing ministry membership. Yes. Other things like that. Or medical tourism, you mentioned too, you can travel and get it cheaper in another place.
3: Exactly. But it's you making that decision, not somebody taking your choice from you. And moreover, you can pass it to your loved ones. Let's say you have a child who's ill. You can use what you have saved in your health savings account to help your child or pass it as, you know, in your estate. That's people taking control of their money. I think the major thing that makes the Democrats and Republicans the same is that they think the government should control it instead of the patient. And everything is going towards centralization where it's divvied out to the winners and losers. That's a problem. And the most important thing to me is risk. Right now, the insurance companies bear no risk, and they can do what they like and get paid on both ends. And if they had to follow the same guidelines that I do for my ear, nose, and throat society, or if I were in internal medicine, we all have a society, a medical specialty society, that tells us what the standard of care is. An insurance company needs to follow that guideline. They cannot make it up as they go along and if they do and your patient has a bad outcome then the insurance company needs to get sued not the doctor and i can well, tell this you is, in a day, this, that this
6: is all things. just such tremendous tremendous information and we're almost out of time so i want to use our last minute to make sure everybody knows how to get in touch with you. They can bring you in as a speaker at, at their church, mm-hmm. at their organization. Um, they can you know, book you to be on their radio show. Uh, it's all at com, and then there's a media contact there. There's a blog. The book is called Big Medicine. And uh, I know you also love Aflac, which I got Aflac. I do. Because you said to get it, so I went ahead and got Aflac through my wife's employer i i have that we both have aflac and uh and so there's all these little tricks folks all these different ways of saving money and it's not just one idea there's so many different little ideas and strategies that you put together and uh you know you're going to be able to make this work for you as she said not everybody does the same thing you got maybe the medical sharing doesn't work for you you do something different so so everybody has a different way of approaching this, but all of the links, everything here is at Dr. Elena, com, And that's D R E L a I N a George.com. The blog is there. The book is big medicine. It's over on Amazon and uh, Dr. George with uh, just about 30 seconds left here. Uh, go ahead and uh, tell us, uh, you know, what, what you have coming up or what you'd like to uh, tell people to do. Do you have an email newsletter or anything that people can uh, use to stay in touch with you?
3: Well, they can get in touch with me through my blog. Um, I do have a radio show called Medicine on Call that right, runs right. every Wednesday, Wednesday morning. Um, it's on America's Web Radio live, but you can get it on iTunes or Stitcher. And we go into a lot more detail. I have great guests that give the the alternate side of medical care. no one gets to talk about the truth, and we—that's what we do every week. And it's about empowering patients. I want everybody who's listening to my voice and beyond to understand: you have a choice. You don't have to be a victim of the system. You can take your power back. And it's so much more freeing to be able to make your own choices.
6: Well, I just want to thank you so much on behalf of of the show and our listeners, because this information is life-changing to people. And God bless you for all your efforts. And uh, keep up the tremendous work. We really, really appreciate it. Hey, folks, another two hours in the bag. If it's Jim Paris, if it's Sunday night, it's Jim Paris Live.
8: Be prepared for the next disaster with the Shelter Pod. The Shelter Pod is a large, all-season, heavy-duty, quick-deploy shelter. The Shelter Pod system can be set up in 30 seconds and includes an emergency medical kit, water filter, survival tools, and more. Are you prepared to take care of your family? Do you have everything in one place ready to go? Get it now or enter to win a complete Shelter Pod system at shelterpod.com.
3: The Shelter Pod at shelterpod.com. Shelter when you need it most.